And the reason we are recreating all of our programs is because mindset has limitations. Period, end of story. I don't care who you are, how much you practice, Guy and I have been doing mindset work for almost 20 years. It has limitations. Welcome to Satori Prime's Have It All podcast, where you get your fix of personal development without any of that fluff. A podcast dedicated to the unending quest of self-discovery and remembrance. You'll discover new breakthrough thinking and feeling technology that will cause shifts in all areas of your life, your finances, your body, relationships, and most importantly, your mind. You'll uncover your truest self and for probably the first time in your life, feel 100% worthy of having it all. It's time to stop talking and fantasizing about your dream life and start living it. So get ready to have your mind expanded in the best way possible. Now, fair warning, if you implement what you learn here, your life will never, ever be the same. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. It has been a, uh, a minute. My audio file brother is going to continuously obsess about the colors, the focus, the saturation, and the sharpness of everything that he does there. So every time we'll be on video from now on, Elon will look like a completely different human being until he's just the perfect shade for everybody. That's what you get when you have an audio audiophile, a weird, inconsequential obsession. <laughs> I mean, I personally think Corona life has introduced me to a whole new world of streaming. I learned all sorts of things about uh, using your DSLR as a webcam, how to light, all these cool little background light. Like, I've learned a lot, I feel how to like. Cut your own hair. In this well, that was, was pre-Corona, but anyway. So, hey, to those of you guys who are uh, watching this live or recording and then all the channels and the things, um, I was going to say we're closer to you. Huh? Oh, Mike. Closer. Yeah. I was going to say we're, uh, we're back in terms of um, somewhat normal business operations, although we've been kind of taking our time. Technically, sabbatical, sabbatical ended two weeks ago, but technically we haven't really done much in the last two weeks either. So we're going to pretend like today is our day back from sabbatical. We had our first um, real coaching call, stuff like that um yesterday and so we're, we're slowly breaking the work fast so to speak um although my interest right now is not so much to come straight back into work mode and do like crazy because that would defeat the whole purpose of the little experiment we just ran which we'll talk about here um it's really more about looking how to create more of a lifestyle that's friendly that feels like a sabbatical with work sprinkled in which i noticed some might seem crazy um that's something that i want to experience with and look at about how to just create a lot more work-life balance. I think Elon does too. And then um, something I'd like to discuss here in detail for everybody is what did we learn over these last six weeks not doing what most people are doing, which is working really hard and trying to make things happen. Um, so yeah, why don't you say hi and anything you want to say about it? Uh, sabbatical. Uh, by the way, is this like too distracting with the light off of this? No. Just, 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 just talk. Just talk. Um, all right. So here's um, look sabbatical. The reason we took a sabbatical and um, 
it's scary i'll just say that like i think the the surrendering to that part is is what was like the scariest piece i think once we actually dove in and did it it the fear kind of went away as the results and the beauty of trusting that part of us started to come through. And we can talk about some of the things that actually uh, did happen while we were on sabbatical, which were just magical to say the least. Um, one of the biggest realizations I had during this time. So, you know, when, when Guy and I said, like, we're taking a sabbatical, that means that we uh, were no longer doing group calls. Uh, we did, we kept some of our one-on-one -on -one calls, um, but we really like stepped away from all business operations. So we didn't take a sabbatical to go back and go back to the drawing board like most, you know, companies would. We didn't sit here and whiteboard what we were gonna launch. We really just said like, we're gonna put a pause on everything. And I think I spoke to so many friends and people were asking me like, and so many people were contacting me like, are you okay? Is everything okay with Satori? One of my friends even contacted me with a job opportunity. Like, you know, people didn't quite know where we were as we were doing all of this stuff. And um, one of the things that we really wanted to focus on was our inner work. And what we've realized is the more that we do our own inner work, the more that we can show up for you guys in completely different ways. Um, one of the things that I've been playing with in my mind for quite some time is, you know, can we show up in a room, whether virtually or live, um, not speak and have the person that's there's life transformed? And we did a two day live event before we fully went on sabbatical and there was about, I think like 45 or so people at, at the event with us. And I will tell you that everyone basically said that the moments that they got the most value from were the moments that we just sat in meditation, <laughs> kind of guiding people. So it wasn't the times that we were sharing insights or, or concepts. It was really in those moments. And so it made me kind of go into the sabbatical thinking like, wow, this is really not just a daydream, like this is really possible. And so how do we do more of that? And so one of the things that we did was we meditated a lot. We did our daily practice a lot. I'm talking like at a minimum three to four hours per day, I was in some sort of meditative practice, practice of mm -hmm. some sort. And um, I, I said when we kind of like, I think it was like a few weeks ago when we were starting to you know, come out of the sabbatical, quote unquote, I said, one of the things that became very, very clear to me was that before, you know, doing Qigong for an hour or meditating in the morning for an hour, um, reading books for an hour in the morning, like those things to me before this were practices that I enjoyed doing that I thought were like recharging me from the inside out so that I can show up for others, right? Like that's kind of the concept I had, but like I had to set aside time to do that. After this, what I've come to realize is that that is my actual work. Hmm. It's, it's no longer this thing that I do because it's nice and it feels good. Um, I've kind of equated it to like, if you were a Kung Fu master and what you 
were doing was teaching people how to also be Kung Fu masters, then in your off time, what you would be doing is practicing your practice, right? Like you would be practicing whatever the move is or whatever that skill is so that you can teach that with a high level of mastery. And I think that's what became abundantly clear to me is that this is our work and this is what we get to bring through and the way that we get to bring that through is through this practice. So that yeah. was like probably the biggest takeaway I've had. Well, I remember when um, the first few days kicked in and we said we were not going to do anything. I, I found myself kind of like getting pulled back into things. I even told Mandy, I'm like, oh, we'll see. I'll just take a week. I'll take a, two weeks. I'll see how I feel. I'm not making any promises. And then the first few days I was still doing work stuff, you know, checking on um, support tickets, stuff like that. And then I find in general, it's like it's like a two day like to get off anything is two days like if i want to if i'm drinking too much coffee i need like two days and then like coffee doesn't really matter to me anymore if i'm using my cell phone too much like i'll go on vacation i'll put my cell phone away and after two days i don't really think about my cell phone anymore and so it's kind of the same thing with the, with the sabbatical after two days three days i'm like i don't really need to do any of those things um so like key things i think that that really early on became apparent is number one is we have a uh, just like there's a dichotomy in, in everything, right? Masculine, feminine energy. Um, uh, there's like work and rest, but oftentimes even when people are resting, they're kind of like, they're thinking about work or they're planning, so they're not really resting. And, and that something you said really early on that came through one of our mentors was, hey, you have a part of you that's a doer. Most of us are stuck in the doer. That's like the only modus operandi we have. And then we have this part that's the receiver and, um, and they don't really work well when one is working and the other one's not right. So it's like, if you were just working all the time, you're not really receiving. And if you're just receiving, you're not really doing. So it was kind of this experiment for us. It was a, a key reason why we took the sabbatical was how much can you receive now? Um, this often brought me thoughts of like, um, biblical things and not that I'm a big religious person but um, for people who know like Old Testament right like the Jews are walking through the desert and God's like giving them the manna every day there's like food falling from from the sky or from whatever like manifesting in front of them and, and whether you take that literal or not there's this it's like a metaphor for life right before um, when we were more hunter-gatherer than industrialists and agriculturalists um, people woke up every day with this deep inner knowing with Within themselves that today food would be provided maybe they have to walk somewhere but like animals would be abundant fruits and vegetables would be abundant right and there was this perception that like it's just provided for and i think something that happens um, in society as we become more technological is we kind of like lose that essence we have felt like we have to do something to gain favor um, not just from god necessarily but even from our parents gain favor from ourselves it's like without achievement where it's like our, our our what we have become a accustomed to in how we perceive our value as people is only from our achievement only from our action and then we think well i it'd be nice if i could receive more in my life but i haven't done anything to get that and then once in a while things may even peer through even that concrete wall and come through and you might receive them and you still don't feel 
worthy of receiving that way like i really didn't do anything for that then i don't want i don't want this or i can't fully receive it and i and that was part for me was like just sitting with our experience and seeing how much can we receive how much self-worth can come in um and it's funny because now we're like gearing up again and i can feel that that doer coming back online and with it is also this um experience of the frustration right away like i was starting to do things this morning right like okay let's do this and then planning and what was behind it was like frustration i'm like there was no it didn't feel fluid it didn't feel welcoming and i was like oh this is interesting because this is kind of what most of us are living in all the time but you haven't given yourself the opportunity to um really get that contrast to see how much at play that really is all the time so that's something that even as we start ramping up again um i'm really being mindful of keeping an eye on and feeling into because i don't want to fall into old habits when we've discovered so much during these six weeks yeah um that was actually one of the big things that that i shared which is you know it wasn't like sabbaticals over and it's like all right everyone like back to your battle stations and like do all this stuff i think what we found in this process is we found our alignment in a whole new way and i know that word gets kind of thrown out quite a bit but um if i could just give it a name it's like when you're in this place that uh the mind can be become quieter and you tap more into the essence of who you are so that like deeper part of you there is a feeling of both balance clarity energy excitement it's like a life force is flowing through you and it makes your ability to be present um to show up for others just that much easier it's like like things are just coursing through you you have very little to do it just kind of is and i think would you agree like that you felt more and more of that as we were going through this process absolutely felt very taken care of yeah exactly like the support Mm -hmm. is always there so in any event we um I think we, we kind of like embodied and, and got that sense experientially at a much, much deeper level the more and more we sat in that space. And from that place, we'll, we'll share in a few minutes with you guys, like some of the things that got created, they were just magical. It was like incredible things that we got to receive when we were in that space. And it really made us realize that, holy shit, like when we sit in this alignment, everything is taken care of so it becomes paramount not to just do for the sake of doing but it comes becomes paramount to actually sit in that alignment and when as we're like rolling things out everything got tested and measured against that alignment so like we would put something forth you know an idea that would come through and we would just sit there with it me guy mandy we would just sit there and we would allow our system to kind of like drink it in and if as we drink that in that feeling of alignment maintained right like there was that still that life force there wasn't a contraction there wasn't this like shutdown but there was that fluidity that kept going then we were like yeah that feels great that feels easy that feels wonderful let's do that and i think what we've come to create through that space um feels easy feels effortless uh feels like something that like we're being pulled to do rather than a have to do and um that that's now the new barometer right and i said flat out i was like 
if anything that we add, and we're gonna add like one variable at a time, we're not gonna come out and be like, okay, we're gonna do this, 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 and this. It's like one thing at a time. And if we add the next thing, and that takes us out of that state, then now we know like that variable is what we get to keep looking at because as of now, the way it's positioned isn't where we wanna be. Yeah, yeah so for those of you guys who are like, um, listen to this, it's starting to resonate for you. You know, we didn't, um, like Elon said, we didn't go on sabbatical and then start planning what the business would look like next. We actually said we wouldn't have a single uh, conversation regards in business at all for roughly like the four weeks. Right at the end of it, we started thinking like, okay, you know, or sitting together after long periods of meditation and started speaking about what would feel good for us moving forward. And honestly, what, what feels good was to stop the programs that had been built. Uh, I think something we keep tuning into is that, um, you know, when people build a business, or I'll speak for us when we built a business or we build a program um, or some kind of guidance of, of anything. It's like there was an energy that sourced that program. Something that we found that was happening is we were, we were getting into these loops in our business, just like people get loops into their life, right? You're trying to move forward. It's like, oh, you get a little bit of distance and then something happens and kind of like takes you back to that starting point or it feels that way. Um, so we were kind of getting, getting a little bit of that experience, which is good feedback that maybe that thing is no longer the thing that you want to be doing anymore because it's really not uh, offering you know like when when you feel good when you're in alignment there's a lot of flow when things just progress and grow very easily and without a lot of effort if you're not experiencing that oftentimes it's because you're pushing people uh use money as that crux oftentimes to override their personal feelings of alignment because it's like the money becomes more important now you can focus on money you can focus on wealth i don't think there's anything wrong with that however you want to watch that energy because it, it's a very um uh, seductive energy right like it can pull you in for really great things and it can pull you in for really bad things and it's just a, it's an energy that we say that magnifies your personal experience so um it's just a good way of looking at it and so for us, it's like the, the structures that built those programs, that no longer has alignment. And we've been through different periods like this, like we used to teach Facebook marketing and uh, entrepreneurship and stuff like that. And we did that for about five years. And at some point I remember just teaching it and being like, this isn't fun anymore. This doesn't even feel good anymore. Um, so we stopped those, yeah, we, we stopped those operations and we're, we're just not committed to our business feeling like work. It just, you know, we want it to be like adult playtime basically and with people that we love and giving the way that we do. So you know something that that's an edge i think certainly for us and I, I imagine for most people is thinking that if you don't do something you won't be supported like things won't be safe anymore right um those kind of things and the irony of the whole situation was within the first two weeks of us stopping all business operations uh, as an organization we made more revenue within those two weeks than we had in the last three months go figure right like all, all sorts of different things started showing up to support um our choices and for us it's like you, you kind of have to like sit back and just start giggling at these things because you realize it's like you are truly we say this all the time you know everyone says this all the time it's like you're the thing that's in the way yeah always and it's really i think even scary is not too too big of a word here to stop doing what you're doing and get the fuck out of the way to see what happens most of us have not in investigated that long enough to really find out what happens when we get out of the way like most people haven't taken long enough fasts to find out how their body can repair and heal itself if you just stop putting junk into it or you know maybe you have some food that you enjoy but it's causing allergy or inflammation in your body and you're like well I, you know i i would take out coffee 
but you know, but, but, but let me keep doing that. And you put it in every day. And after you drink it, you're feeling more, more anxiety or more tension because the body just can't get back into balance because you're constantly pushing it to go further than it wants to. And it would just take, you know, seven to 10 days of maybe not drinking that thing to find out. It's like, wow, I actually have a lot more energy and I feel a lot more in alignment and a lot more relaxed when I'm not doing that. So it's like, this isn't about sacrificing. It's not about willpower. You know, this wasn't about us uh, sitting around and twiddling our fingers. This was about closing your eyes, dropping into the center channel of your body and feeling into uh, both the discomfort and the comfort that occurs when you're not allowing for the part of you that wants to take action to do that. Right. It's just like that, that, that action taker is probably a bigger addiction and has all the other addictions tied to it than anything else that you're doing, because it's the same action taker that's reaching for the food that wants to have the sex that is trying too hard in the business that is, you know, really getting you fired up when you're all alone and not in that relationship. It's all the same stuff. And these are all different ways that we try to seek uh, homeostasis or neutrality in our system. And honestly, like, it works in sparse moments, but it's just, it just keeps fueling that addiction. It's like, Oh, it's good. And then it's gone. Oh, it's good. And then it's gone. Instead of like, what is it like to just sit in that well being all the time, emanate that frequency and then have this holographic mirror that we call reality, um, reflect that well beingness. And I could tell you as we've gotten closer to like, okay, it's time to take actions here or like tell people that we're about to do this program. I I'm noticing that other parts show up and I'm noticing that that anxiety and those other parts start showing up again because it's like it's concerned with safety you know what if that doesn't work and what if people don't receive this well you know all those little parts are hanging out in the background and now that's the opportunity is to see from this new space like okay cool i could sit even with that bring some relaxation there bring some homeostasis to it and then see what arises from that space you want to hear something funny so it's like um a guy and i obviously have these conversations and you know we, we don't plan these and we don't know what's going to come out of each other's mouth so as you said that, I was just really checking in and I was like, I honestly don't have any of those little voices anymore or those little parts that are concerned right now. Um, and I think because one of the things that we kept getting shown time and time again over these last six weeks is like how supported and taken care of we are. Yeah. That like we never, I, I mean, this is what I'm walking away with. Like we never have to worry about what happens in Satori Prime Land. <laughs> um, because the perfect people will always show up and those who are ready to receive this message. And I get that if you thought what we were doing before was cutting edge, like just wait till we see what we roll out now, because we have literally thrown everything at a new program that you guys will hear about, but we're launching at the beginning of August. Um, for those of you guys that have attended our masterclass, Guy and I are going to re-record and like create a brand new version of that class where we lead it. And so like, we're going to be the coaches with people. So if you, even if you've been in the masterclass, like this is going to be a brand new training based on all the stuff that we've done over the last, you know, three years. So, um, this, the masterclass that was before, which is an impeccable unreal program that was based on trainings that we did probably like what five years ago yeah even more yeah five, six years, think, you know like so honestly things that we started working on in the early 2000s yeah. yeah so it was um obviously that that stuff is uh timeless right like so it's not when you understand the human mind like 
it doesn't change year to year. It's not a Facebook course. And uh, I think our approach, the energy that we're coming from, what we're able to transmit, what people that come into our space are able to heal, like all of that stuff has shifted. And so it no longer felt in alignment to continue that work. Yeah. Like we really, it was time to pivot. And so um, I just wanted to share that. And then the other thing that came through as you were talking, it's like you said that line that you're always in the way, like that, that that's the thing that people know. It's like you're always <laughs> in the way of your results. And uh, what occurred to me is that it's not just you, it's like these parts of you that are in the way. And so when we took the sabbatical, one of those parts is like the doer was in the way, right? Yes. And we live in a, especially in the Western world, in this world of always achieving, like you said, and always having to do and get more. And we have a result. We don't even have like a minute and a half to celebrate that result. We're already onto the next project. And it's like, we just live in this constant world of running, running, running. And so what we got to explore was getting our doer out of the way. We like gave our doer the sabbatical and then the receiver was like, oh, it's so nice to be here. Let me show you what I can do. And so I just want to like rattle off a few of the things that happened while um, we were on the sabbatical, which were just like mind bending. And they would just come at the most incredible times. So um, Guy and I, for whatever reason, there was like some tax hiccup and we had a refund due. Like I'm talking like a large withhold that was due to us over like the last three plus years and it just our accountants had a mediator involved like all of this stuff you know like it was being worked on but it just a lot of, a lot of doing was happening to try to resolve it yeah and yeah. um that came through during this time um so that was amazing without any intervention just just came through yeah, just, yeah. just yep. magically, like guy opens the mail one day, I'm, I'm outside washing my car and he's like, I have to show you something. And he shows me on video the picture of this thing. I, I actually fell to the ground because I just couldn't believe yeah. what was transpiring. Um, so that was really cool. We had another uh, moment where, um, you know, like we, our expenses in our business were basically nothing. And so the check came in and we were like trying to debate what we're going to do with this money. Guy wanted to pay off some debts. And I was like, you know what, before we do anything, let's just like sit kind of like we've been doing and not do. And then we'll see, like something will come through and let us know like, yes, we get to pay this. No, we don't get to pay this, whatever. And I'm not kidding you. Like two days later, a guy contacts me. He's like, dude, I don't know if this is real or not. And meanwhile, we had applied for uh, some of these like PPP loans and uh, all the stuff that was happening with Corona didn't even get a letter of confirmation that our information was received. I'm not saying that, that we got or didn't just no acknowledgement, like, Oh, we received your thing. We will get back to you. Nothing. So this goes on and we find out that all the money's gone, whatever. We're like, okay. So then we have this conversation about the debt and then a day or two guy contacts me. He's like, yo, I don't know if this is real, but we just got $150,000 SBA loan. He's like, should I approve it? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Like, let's see if this is legit. And then it was what, maybe another three, four days later, they just like money ended up in our bank account. Yeah. So 
and right like this was a conversation like hey we want to pay off some of these debts no let's pause let's not do anything and then boom it's like universe here you go here's what you need to pay off that and that and everything else and build whatever you want to go build and like all these other things um we had a couple of partnerships that were kind of like you know on the back burner reach out and be like hey we're ready we want to do work with you guys etc like all of these things happened while we were just sitting there doing our inner work and our inner practice putting the doer on the sidelines to just like sit and chill and the more we lean into this aspect of that world the more it just keeps showing itself to us time and time and time again and i know one of our mentors asked us a long time ago like you know do you could you get to a place where you believe that you could lie in bed for three weeks and generate more revenue or grow your business more than if you were actually doing and i remember that question really stumped me for a long time and i can honestly say for the first time that i fully believe that not only could i uh make it grow like i could do like it would actually grow way faster with more of the right people involved with more like everything works when you do your inner work and a lot of people say like well i don't have time to meditate and every book says right like if you are a person that don't have doesn't have time to meditate you should meditate twice as long <laughs> so I know this is like a weird experiment that I'm inviting people to run. And I'm telling you, don't do these things for the sake of you think that this is what you should be doing or that I told you this is good. I'm saying run the experiment in your life and just see how your life starts turning out. And as you start seeing your life start turning out, you will realize like, holy shit, that crazy orange man on the screen told me something that actually made a huge difference in my life. And that's, that's all I'm telling you. Like, I don't know what your journey and experience will be. I can just tell you that it was, it, it has been, and I'm sure will continue to be life altering. Yeah. I, I, I think for me, this is probably the longest period of sustained well being that I've ever experienced uh, at any particular time. Um, I've really been experimenting with, and I mentioned this to Elon, this is uh, flying here. There's, um, idea like that when we're born you know you just believe that everything is going to be taken care of it's like this automatic attitude that a child has right now certainly it can be met with uh, like expectations that aren't met but like we're kind of like born into this world like mom and dad are going to take care of everything right that's why there's omnipotent beings that like bring you all these things and again it's easy to see why we like fall from that kind of grace because you know, who could, like no parent could sustain taking care of everything that a child expects to receive. Nonetheless, it's like this idea that the mirror, right, this holographic reality is always reflecting this energy that we carry in our body. So we look at children, this like world of possibility and all these things. Now, here's the interesting part. The child has no idea that they have any sort of belief system. Right. Like there's there's no concept for them of that. That can only come later on when the expectation changes and it goes, OK, the world is not kind. The world does not meet your needs. And then in contrast, the child looks back 
at that period of time says, oh, that was the best time, right? Uh, and, and I think this is kind of what over time when we get older, why people naturally think that what happened to them earlier in their life was a better time than where they are right now, right? This kind of like happens to people as they age to get more conservative because as there are more expectations unmet, Right? It's like you never know you're in a belief until you're out of that belief and then you can look back at that belief and there's some kind of contrast. So the, the, the thing I've been playing with is what does it feel like to understand that that has never changed, that the only thing that changed, why the mirror changed, why reality changed is because the belief changed, but the beliefs that children come with this, like everything is going to be taken care of is actually just as real as expectations will be met. And what does it take? Not to necessarily go back there, but to get back to that place where the world is safe, the world provides, you know, everything I ever need and everything I ever want will be taken care of. And, what, and however you string that language for yourself, it might be as simple as like, uh, everything shows up to support me when I need it. Could be that simple, right? And 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 like just seeing what it feels like to be in that frequency, and then of course like the the parts are going to show up that don't feel like that's true because they've been disappointed over the years. But that is your view of opportunity to get the the mirror back to clear, back to clean. So I've really been playing with that in my meditations. And it's ironic because the moment I had that thought. <laughs> within within the last week i've had probably um like just really uh, uncomfortable physical things happen i've been getting headaches which i i never get i maybe get like one or two headaches a year i've gotten a a series of them and they've all been with like severe nausea like knock me out need to lay down fall asleep for three hours just drain my energy um my back went into spasms my mouth is um it's better today than it's been the last few days but it's been actually difficult to speak i've had like a I don't know if it's canker sores, but just like soreness in my mouth out of the blue. Um, so we've been trying to record some new things and every day. And here's the thing. So this is the, the, what I want to say. In the past, if that was going on, I would have showed up anyway and done these recordings. I would have been like, all right, let's do it. It's on the schedule. It's time to go. Like we have a schedule we got to keep. Who gives a f how my body feels? And today we were supposed to record one of these things. And I'm like, bro, I just, I don't have it in me. Like I can't sit here in, in, in alignment and just deliver this message in, in a way that I feel is coming from a, a source of good energy. So, you know, we're doing this because this is kind of like therapy for us. <laughs> um, but that's been interesting to see this last week has been wrought with physical challenges. So I was doing this, um, this practice that we now do with somebody else um kind of like this presence practice and uh during the presence practice this message came in and said hey you're you're uh, you're mistaking what's happening right now we're trying to give you something and you're mistaking it for pain that was kind of like what came through and i said okay that's interesting i'm like so what would it be like to like open again open up to receiving because when pain comes it's like this you know, we contract and that's what I've been feeling this contraction. Of course, my back is contracting and everything is reacting to this contraction. There's like so much energy coming through. It's like my body doesn't know what to do with it. So um, it was interesting because the moment that switch got made, something felt like it opened and energy started going down. And I shot Elon a message like, you know, half an hour later, I'm like, wow, I feel so much better than I was feeling this morning. I was feeling disoriented and like a little upset about just getting back and forth with work and, you know, feeling a little overwhelmed. So it's just, again, all these things are, are interesting, but I'm ecstatic that we took the time to get this really different perspective of like, what is it like to live in safety and well-being? What is it like to live in connection all the time? Because now that's a relative view that I get to have when I'm not in that alignment. I can really take a look at it and be like, okay, what's, what's really going on and not have to push through more action to try to get out of it.
it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that would have absolutely been the case. You know, like we were programmed, um, there's some trainings and things that we did, like you just show up, right? It's like, you just show up. It doesn't matter what, like integrity is everything, yada, yada. And I think now we've just gotten to a level of clarity where imagine if, if, if you didn't have to live in a world where you constantly looked out there for how you should live life, how you should show up, what you should say, how you should dress, where you should work, etc. And then you stop doing that. And instead <clears throat> you started to find all of that stuff naturally within here. Like, the answers of, you know, why my relationships don't work no longer had to come from reading a book. The answers for why my bank account doesn't seem to grow. You didn't have to run to a seminar here or find this master. Like you didn't have to, you just could find those answers from within. And I think anyone who's read any book on Buddhism or any sort of Eastern philosophy or any one of those, you know, kind of, guru masters, if you will, um, they all say, right? Like everything is already within you. Uh, so it's, it, but it sounds too simple for the human mind to kind of grasp and understand. And I think that's something that guy and I are, uh, beginning to experience more and more on a daily basis and more. So it's something that I feel like we're, are beginning to really be able to transmit those frequencies to others. You know, like I was on a call with someone today and all I said was, you know, uh, bring your awareness to this part, you know, like it was like a part of the body, it doesn't matter. And I was like, we're just gonna sit here and I, I held space. And in the space that we're now able to create, when people show up, guy and I aren't having to do anything. It's like we create this, this space and vessel that whether you want to call it God or life force or whatever, basically can, can come through and do whatever work needs to be done. And she says, wow, like I have all this emotion coming through. And I said, yeah, that's, that's it working. Right. And then I, I just said, like, notice what you notice about the emotion that's trying to come through. Like, are you allowing it to come through? And the answer is for most humans, right? Like imagine this, like think about a time that you were really sad, right? And you were out in public or whatever. We all have this thing that like, it's this protection mechanism. It's just this thing that just goes, no, 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 not now. And it just pushes everything down. You go like, I can't cry. I can't let them see that I'm upset, right? And we have this, every human has it. It's this automatic device that just like clamps and closes. Now, when this energy is looking to come through, this wisdom is looking to be released or come through, it wants to maybe shoot out, but this protection mechanism goes, no, 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 no. And when you allow it to come through, that's when that release happens. And as that release happens, now new life force and new information gets to seep in. And that's what you've been waiting for all this time, new information, but you keep going like, okay, it's, it's, I know it's in that other book. It wasn't in those last 12 that I read, but I know like someone told me, and this is the one I just absolutely don't. Oh no, 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 no. It wasn't, I didn't get it because this 
this teacher just doesn't teach it right. This one absolutely teaches it right. Like I know this is going to be the answer. And you just keep going after it time and time and time again. And something that I've started to realize is that we chase how to answers. We chase when, what, why answers constantly. And it's all because the mind is the one that's trying to figure something out. And so it'll read something with the idea of like, how do I find the relationship on my dreams? Right. And then you, you practice that and you, you get this aha moment. It's like, Oh, this is why I suck a commitment because my parents separated when I was four and it created this trauma and da da da. And you're like, Oh, I figured it out. And three days later, you're doing the same exact shit that you were doing your entire life. So like, cool. You had a haha moment you were like, Ooh, insight. But in reality, it's not making a difference. And the reason we are recreating all of our programs is because mindset has limitations, period, end of story. I don't care who you are, how much you practice guy. And I have been doing mindset work for almost 20 years. It has limitations. It's wonderful. And it has limitations. And if you are someone that's in your life and you're like, I keep bumping up against the same pattern. I'm still five years later working on finding that magical relationship, figuring out how to build the job that I love. Um, I'm still struggling to lose that 20 pounds that I've been talking about losing for the last 10, 15 years. Like, why do you think that happens? Mm -hmm. Because you're still in, in this loop of how to, why did this get created? When did this get created? Who was there when it got created? Honestly, wonderful information makes very little difference. And when we started to really see the limitations and we started to ask different questions and really started to do the work that we're starting to talk about here and really going to start sharing in our, in our programs, everything started to shift because for the first time ever, we weren't just putting a nice little bandaid on it and going, Oh, okay. Figure it out. Then the bandaid falls and you're right back at it doing the same thing. We actually released these parts, right? Like the parts that didn't believe that guy and I get support. I can give you the whole story. Guy can too, word for word of why we suck at asking for help, why we can't see and receive support. I know all of it still made no fucking difference. But when we started to heal the parts that couldn't receive or see support and release those now new patterns are actually being reworked without you sitting there going, all right, the new pattern I want to affirm is, and I'm going to say 97,427 times into a mirror over the next 30 days, because this person told me that this is what I need to do. Instead of doing that, it's like you release and the divine force, this life force goes in and goes and just rewires you. And now all of a sudden you're walking through life and you're like, oh my God, this world of support, that's this holographic image that guy's talking about. It's like, right? Like you put on these lenses before and it was like, no one's ever there for me. No one's there for me. 
no one's ever going to help me. No one's going to show up. Right. Like that's the, and all of a sudden you take these off and you walk out there and just, you can't even see the world that way anymore. It just looks so different. And that's, I think what's really, really exciting about kind of where this shift from mindset into this energetic healing modality that we're going to start taking people through is what's super exciting to me. It's cause like, it's so beautifully unscripted and unknown. Like, I don't know what someone's process is going to be when they start working with us. And what I do know is every single time it's like miraculous. Yeah. Way more expensive. It's like, it's like working with the infinite instead of working with uh, the structured space. So, something I just want to say, and this might be a little bit of a radical thing, but I, you know, I do my little writing therapy for myself and whatever flows out. And one of the things that came out is um, like people that we look at who are highly successful, we think of, we think of that as health. Like, oh, look, they're so successful. It's so healthy. And I, and I was I was feeling through a bunch of people that, that are very successful, whether celebrities or in business. And it occurred to me that their, their success is not a sign of health, but it's actually a sign of the sickness that they're in. Like that they're, they're, they're still working on trying to create the safety of self-worth of all these things. Like I was watching um, Kevin Hart's documentary and you look at his life and there's a lot of pain and everyone says he's like the hardest working person, right? In Hollywood and such and such. But you, like you look at it and, and he's amazing like i just listened to an interview with him and joe rogan they're on they're on a really much higher level of spirituality than most people probably in that space again i'm generalizing i don't know that to be true but when you like watch the documentary you realize like his success and how hard he works is is not a matter of like oh he's built habits and he's good and we should all do that there's like something that he hasn't touched inside his system that basically forces him to work as hard as he's working so i was like oh that's actually a sign of sickness not a sign of of health but again we often look at people in the industry whatever industry you're in or the online industry or whatever it might be and we think oh my god they got to figure it out but it's like everyone's stuck in the same trap Everyone in the system is stuck in the same trap. Everyone is just trying to figure out how to get to safety. Like everything that's happening on our planet today with coronavirus, that's happening with the Black Lives Movement, you know, all of that is is so much of different systems reacting to a scenario and a circumstance and trying to get themselves back to safety. And I, and I genuinely believe like even right now, the energy that we're all in, it's like either the system, and I, I don't mean like government, I mean like the system, right? The, the broader system is either got you on strings and you're like puppet on the strings just being pulled in every direction every time there's some kind of reaction or you can see that this is the moment where you can look at that system come back into your alignment free yourself of all this opinion of all this wave of, of influences out there and again it's very seductive and and really start realizing to the level that you get to design your life and we said this even before sabbatical you're either digging yourself down in a hole right now or you're learning how to pull yourself out of it so and and it's not like this opportunity is ending anytime soon right like this this is going to be the reality of our planet for for the foreseeable future for maybe a number of years and even when it's over so to speak it's going to take a while for things to shift away from that and for people to kind of reset their systems and you know there's just so much happening right now so it's like look where, wherever you are 
you get to be there, right? And and know that with the practices um, that have existed for many thousands of years that are kind of like coming back. So, you know, like combining neuroscience, combining psychology, taking this these energetic, ancient energetic practices and, and really mixing them all together, you can give yourself uh, an ability to recreate the foundation from which you live life, view life, experience life, like everything can shift so much. That cannot happen in the brain by itself. Yeah. We've tried. I mean, we've, we've really fucking tried. We've, we've worked with other people and you can make extraordinary headway. At the end of the day though, what we find with mindset work is that all you're really doing is managing yourself better but you're still managing yourself and there's a manager that's becoming more adept and more aware and 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 better at doing things nonetheless there's still a management that's happening and that doesn't necessarily mean that that manager knows what's in alignment for you or is in alignment with what you want to feel through so this tech is really about what what I, I think in the broader sense people are calling emotional intelligence and i can tell you that's way deeper than that you may even find us using that language but that's because that's kind of like the vernacular people understand right now it's so much deeper than that it, it's really about using awareness in ways that most of us have never thought about been talked about have even experienced and, and and it doesn't matter where you even thought about it or know about it if you're not practicing how to use your awareness in these ways you're going to still be stuck in these traps and they're going to show up in different ways in your life so right now like everything that we're shifting this um, new masterclass that we're going to be personally teaching is really about helping people set a completely new way of being and how they approach their life and using practices like meditation and different things like that not just for relaxing the system or getting peace of mind once in a while so you feel peaceful for 15 minutes a day while you're in your practice it's like taking that and making it just sustainable across your entire life and starting to live from an energy that allows for you to actually create from that space. Yeah. I, um, I was talking to someone earlier and I kind of shared this analogy. She really liked it. You know, like when you start doing personal development work and you pick up that first few books, et cetera, it's like when there's a ton of shit and clutter on a table, you know, when you go to clean that table, the first things that you're going to clean are the big things that are on the table, right? So like, there's like these boxes that you never use. And you're like, now every time you remove one of those boxes off this proverbial table, it feels really good. You're like, oh my God, I feel so much lighter, right? And then that lasts for a while. And eventually you get to this place where like, really what's on the table is just a whole bunch of dust. Like you can't really see the, the, the actual table underneath. There's a whole bunch of dust. And this is where I think mindset just kind of like stops working because mindset basically moves dusts from one area of the table to the other. It doesn't actually take it off the table. So you're like moving it around and you're moving it here and you're moving it there. And at first it was like, Oh, I'm, I'm making headway. And then a year or two, five, you're looking and you're like, how am I dealing with the same fucking dust? Like, why am I still having conversations around a relationship that I've wanted to have for five years, but I don't have it? Why am I still struggling at work? And then I leave this job thinking that that next one is definitely going to be so much better and I'm going to really get my life back. And 
then three, four, five, six months later, you're literally in the same exact situation that you were before, living the same exact life, making the same exact excuses, doing all the same things. And so at some point, whether now or five years from now or somewhere in that frame, I think, uh, well, I'm inviting you to make a, a powerful choice. And that is to stop moving the dust on the table from one side mm -hmm. to the other and actually start to explore and experiment what it looks like to once and for all clean that dust and then see what life has to offer. And um, that's really where we're going to start to invite people to is, is to do a whole new level of cutting edge technology that involves neuroscience, Eastern philosophy, quantum physics, um, things that we've learned from some of the greatest teachers on planet earth and some probably that are not from planet earth. Um, <laughs> and exploring what being human can look like in 20, in the 2020s. Um, because I think we're all kind of coming to this place where we look around the world. I mean, I know I do. It's like, I look around the world. I cannot believe that we are still dealing with and having similar conversations that we had over a hundred years. years ago. Yeah. To me, it's like, how much more do we need to know that we are just stuck in a looped paradigm? Our clothes look different. The cars look different, but the conversations are still the same conversations. Like, to me, there's just something innately broken with that. And it's going to take not a, you know, global, hey, let's rip apart governments and da da da. Like, yeah, maybe we'll get to that eventually. For now, do the work at home. Yeah. If the individual doesn't change, the collective won't change. Yeah. There's, there's no there's no laws coming that are going to fix everything because what really matters is the hearts and the minds of the people. And honestly, the hearts of the people probably more than the minds of the people. We we live in a world that has been created by by the mind, right? It's very, very structured and it's very masculine. And we, we are, we're seeing that shift happen. So it's like, if I truly believe, hey, if you want to be in the streets, be in the streets. If you want to be home, be home. Participate, participate in evolution of whatever feels the way for you to evolve because personally i think evolution is happening no matter what we do right like yeah 100 years like elon said like socially feels like a long period of time that's a gen that's a lifetime for a human being but in the grand scheme of things it's actually a, a blip on the radar in terms of actual evolution if you want to participate at the cutting edge of evolution then it really is your inner work and, and we can go into all the science like science has already proven that this is true is like you're basically the person who's going to help humanity cut new grooves for psychology and energy to move through um, because of your inner work and i know these lessons have come to us over many years from doing uh plant cer ceremonies and stuff like that that's very uh, those kind of lessons that, that kind of um messages have come through very strongly i think now we're starting to experience some of those frequencies outside of those experiences um and it's it's profound to see how much reality shapes itself not because you're bending it to your will or because you're making things happen or anything like that it really is just about what's the frequency that you are
what's the frequency that you're emitting? You will have an output and input signal. You're outputting a signal. That's telling the mirror what kind of input you want. And, and that's why you get this like cyclical energy. The things look the same because the output signal doesn't change. And it's not that you don't want it to change or have a desire to change. It's just that the mind can't change that signal, period. End of story. Like it just it just can't do that work. So um, you know it, it's a, it's it's not the mind that does this work. It's awareness that does this work, and that distinction is really important because the mind uses attention and awareness as a whole other field that, uh, of study um, of of direct experience. That until you direct experience awareness, it is very difficult to get out of these patterns and and really get at the at the root cause, which has nothing to do with any level of understanding that. The mind can give you so um, yeah we're excited to bring that through um, I think that's everything we wanted to share today I can place bro if people want to be uh, notified about the, this August uh, awake course like where they can find us where they can uh, right now there is not any particular page or anything like that if you do want to find out just simply shoot uh, me or Elon an email I-L-A-N at satoriprime.com or guy at satoriprime.com let us know that you want to be informed and uh, we'll probably get something together uh, in the next few days so um, if, if there is Facebook if you're yeah. putting this on Facebook, just, just and, private messages. Anywhere by the time that this goes live on our podcast, if you are listening to this on the podcast, in the show notes, I'll make sure that there is a link down there uh, to some kind of page that you can opt into um, and check it out. At the end of the day, if you've been in our masterclass, you're a perfect fit for this. We can tell you right away um, because it's just the evolution of everything that we've been bringing through. So if you really are ready for that like next level, no brainer for you. For anybody else who has not been through our masterclass, you're not going to miss anything because we're going to still jerk in the psychology. It's going to be this like a meshment of all the practices that we do. Uh, for you, it's uh, more going to be of an application process. So just to have a conversation with us. So if you do want to, you're like, yeah, yeah, I, I know I want to already have a conversation with you guys. If you just head over to satoriapply.com, you go to our general application page. It's a $99 fully re refundable deposit. Just go to the application, set up a conversation with me and Elon, see if you're a good fit for the program, and that's probably the best way to do it right now. What's the URL again? satoriapply.com. Okay. Dot com. Dot com. Co or com? Com, com. Com with an M. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Awesome guys, we're uh, we're excited to be back. We're excited to keep sharing more as this whole thing unfolds. Uh, stay tuned, be in touch. If there's anything that we can do right now to support you in your growth, um, you want to ask us a specific question, you want us to cover a specific topic, please feel free and reach out. Um, again, emails are great. Elon at satoriprime.com, guy at satoriprime.com message us on here on Facebook. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you guys here in the next few days. Till then, have an amazing day. Hi right, guys, love you lots. Bye-bye. I really hope you enjoyed that awesome conversation as much as we did delivering it. And as always, thank you for your continued loyal support and your listening. Now, if you haven't already done so, please make sure you go to Facebook right now and request to join our amazing private group. It's called Personal Development Without the Fluff. It is a quickly growing community with amazing souls and amazing support. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I can absolutely guarantee that you will love that group. Also, as I mentioned earlier, if you head to Satori 
satoriprime.com forward slash my satori you can grab that latest 90 minute mind expanding training for free so go grab a notepad a drink and buckle up for that one amazing ride well until next time have an amazing day my friend we look forward to personally connecting with as many of you as possible and seeing how satori prime can help you achieve your dream life today